You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. Ben Notes is our weekly jazz program going to air each Sunday night. Tales to Tell won a Premio International at the XIX. What's that? That's the... Um 19th, isn't it? That's uh-huh. the 19th edition of Cuba Disco Music Awards in Havana, Cuba in May this year. While in Cuba, they performed at a range of locations. And in studio tonight, I have someone who is going to tell me all about that magnificent activity of winning an award. It's Nalusha Dasanaka. Hello. How are you, David? Very well. Welcome back to the studio. It's been a while. It has been a while. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here and to see you and those dimples. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll try to stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> They've been here for many years. They have they? They've they been have. with you for a long time. They have. That's so nice. <laughs> I think one of my children have them. Oh, lucky. <laughs> very much. That's my way of looking at it. <laughs> beautiful. Now, Nalusha, this album Alex and Nalusha Tales to Tell. Yes. We've heard a little bit of that tonight, and we certainly had a chat about it a while ago, but Mm -hmm. you've won an award. Yes. What does it mean to win an award like that? Oh, it means you're really good. (laughs) 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 No, it doesn't. It means that, I mean, you know, it means that, well, I guess the the organisation in Cuba, which is like the Cuba Disco Awards are like the biggest um, music awards in Cuba. So it is, it really is like the equivalent of the, the Cuban Grammys. So yeah, that album was nominated from like hundreds of, you know, submissions and then it was brought down to 10. And it means a lot to us because Cuba has influenced the world with with their music, you know, and, and if I'm allowed to say this, like, you know, Latin jazz is, it's Cuban jazz, really, you know, the, all of the rhythm are, um, are Cuban rhythms mostly, mostly. From a lot of fantastic musicians from absolutely, that area. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's, it was a big deal, um, not only for Alex being a percussionist, but also because they're so well-informed with music and, and various types of music. So it, it, it meant the world to us to, to win that. And you were lucky enough to go over there to accept the award. Yeah, yeah, it was a very surreal experience and a wonderful one. The, the Cubans are just, oh, they're just amazing people, very hospitable and beautiful and, and, and very appreciative of, of, of the arts in general. Were you up against stiff competition? Yes, yes. There were, I mean, I have to say all of the submissions were beautifully chosen, so carefully chosen, and there was. It was, it was the international category. The competition was fierce. <laughs> From yes. all, all over, over the world? All over the world, yeah. So it wasn't just a little ring in Australia versus no. uh, Cuba. It was no, the entire no, world. No, Russia and Spain and America and Peru, I think, Venezuela, yeah, a few other places. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty. And I think we're the first Australians to be nominated and win. What a, mm. what a thrilling mm. experience. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. And obviously you, you hit the mark with what you Put in your album. What is it? What is it? What is it that triggered that in your album? Yeah, what is the magic? What's the secret? God, if I knew, then I'd do it again and again and again. Making music that's sincere and making music that's true to who you are and what you want to do and conveying conveying beautiful things I think in in the music and touching people and whether it's their minds or their hearts, like you're 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 speaking to people and that's that's our intention with you know with with all of our music, I guess. It's telling tales. It's telling tales. It's telling tales in, in the nicest possible way, in of course. Ni- yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
both in English and in your native tongue. Yes, and some Spanish as well. So it covers the gamut. It covers the whole gamut. Yeah. What is it about your native, not so much your native tongue, but your native folk songs from Sri Lanka Mm -hmm. and a more contemporary approach to music? What is it about linking them together that has worked in this album? Why has it worked so well? Why has it worked? Well, I suppose, you know, I was I was trying to find a way of, of bringing them together. Traditional Sri Lankan folk music doesn't have any harmony in it. It's only, it's it's really voice and drums. And, you know, you might have a horn in there, but they're usually the scales or the songs aren't, uh, they're based on more like tetrachords. So you haven't got more than four or five notes, maximum five notes, mainly three the tonality is already decided for you. It's either major or minor. And I wanted to find a way of, of combining the elements of, I mean, because it's quite restricted melodically, how I could fi- make that fit into a Western, into, into Western music. So the, I guess because it's very modal, it's modal music. So I just found ways of introducing Western elements and other world elements in there. Yeah, Tony, I hope that answers the question. It does. Tony Hillier from Rhythms Magazine says that it's a polished and possibly unique combination of traditional Sinhala melodies, pan-Latin and world music rhythms and jazz textures. Yeah, that's nice. That's that almost nice that almost says exactly what you've just said, <laughs> yeah. but in different words. In different, with nicer words, more <laughs> eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably had uh, more than uh, five seconds notice of <laughs> what he has to it. say. <laughs> <laughs> Now, on that album, it wasn't just yourself and Alex. No. You used a range of musicians, and they weren't all Australian. You had some overseas guys That's in there. That's right. We had quite a few overseas guests on the album. We had Ed Sal Gomez, who is the MD for Didi Bridgewater. We had Mike Stern from Miles Davis's band. but also... I remember when we spoke last year yes. that both of you were so thrilled that you had Mike on the album. It was just, you know, the degrees of separation. <gasps> it was a bit exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just amazing um, in the studio. That was such an experience for me and to have somebody like that playing your your music, it's, it's, it's like, what? What? I have to pinch myself. Yeah, so we had Mike Stern, we had Alan Plechter, we had Hossam Ramsey, who's, you know, from played with Led Zeppelin and Chick Corea and, and Alan is a beautiful Argentinian guitarist that we met and we also had some amazing Cuban musicians that just brought so much to the, the project. It was, yeah, it was great and we got to be there while we were recording them, so it was nice. Isn't it marvellous when you can be at all stages and, and all aspects of it? Absolutely. This is Tales to Tell, a beautiful album from Alex and Alusha, the award-winning album now that uh, is certainly something to put up on the shelf. And Do you have it up on yes, the shelf? Yes, we do, we do. And it's on I, the mantle. The one question I was going to ask you, mm. the pictures I've seen of yourself and Alex with... <laughs> With something, <laughs> I'm assuming that is the award. That's the award, isn't it cute? It's what is it? I don't know. Well, that's exactly what the question I was going to ask you, Nalusha. I think it's a very stylized gramophone. Well, there's certainly a CD there. There's a CD oh, I see. Yes. with the little needle, and then the the kind of conical conical thing. Conical oh, which would be the speaker. Is the speaker right? Yeah. yeah. Now, for the listener mm. who's not watching what we're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> if you happen to have access to Facebook, have a look at the Bent Notes page at the moment. We have uh, three images up on the uh, the header image. We've got the uh, Tim Wilson, the end new album, Night and Day on the left. 
bit of Horace Silver and the Jazz Messages in the centre, and then we've got Alex and Alusha with their award on the right-hand side of that image. And uh, it's quite an interesting <laughs> award. It's not the smallest of awards either. It's quite a large size. It, it's sort of, it looks big. It's probably... Look, I'm doing. I'm making. I'm. Making, how can that? How can I describe that? It's like it's. It's sort of you know maybe like a hand span. It's a hand span. A hand span. Yeah, across. width and and almost a hand span tall. Okay, so yeah. it's, it's not huge. It's not huge. It just it's, it just looks big. It does. Yeah, I put it there, and we tried to take this selfie. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a selfie? Like, That's a selfie. I deliberately <laughs> did it, covering our faces. Right. Yeah. You know that little needle covering Alex's nose yeah. and the speaker covering my it's face. Very yeah. well placed that uh, needle on Alex's nose. <laughs> oh dear. I think it might be time for some music, Nalisha. Beautiful. But I'm not going to play anything from the Tales to Tell because we've heard a little bit of that tonight. Sure. We also heard uh, Kulu Natamgi oh, earlier on the, to, to open the program, actually, from your Lotus Verses album. Oh, fabulous. And I've decided that uh, what we should listen to now is mm-hmm. a piece called Towards the Sea Lovely. from the Lotus Verses. What's the story behind Towards the Sea? Um, well, um, it actually it came from, um, well, I suppose it's a traditional, there's, this isn't the traditional song, but it was inspired by the conch shell, which is used in Sri Lankan folk music. And there's a particular Sri Lankan folk song that talks about the conch shell. And I decided to write something completely well about that, so a little narrative around the use of the conch shell. More tales to tell. More tales to More tell. More tales to tell. <laughs> Nalusha Dasanaki here on Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Find more Joycasts and show blogs, go to joy.org.au. Now, Lucia Desenaka is a teller of tales, and she's in studio tonight talking about the album that has won that magnificent award over in Cuba, Alex and Lucia, Tales to Tell, where she uh, put together a whole lot of ideas from her, her culture in Sri Lanka and mix them with South American, African, Asian, Middle Eastern and European ideas, blending the various sounds and feels to create a brand new mix. But that's not the only thing that Nalusha's been doing. Nalusha has also used the same approach in some respects mm. to create her own solo album, I suppose we could call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just you by no, yourself, but no. it's a solo album called The Lotus Verses, which blends two languages being... Singalese. Singalese from Sri Lanka mm-hmm. and English. And you weave together the Sri Lankan folk music, the jazz approach from a yes. more contemporary uh, perspective, and vocal improvisations. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me to listen to music that doesn't have words sometimes. Yeah. It's just the voice being used as an instrument. Mm. Beautiful way to do things, Nalusha. Thank you very much. It, it gives the music a different, almost a spiritual sense. Oh. That's lovely. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I I can imagine sitting down, Mm -hmm. listening to a group, playing your music off the the Lotus Verses, singing what's there, Mm -hmm. vocalising what's there, Mm -hmm. where there's no words as such, Mm -hmm. and just the, the listener being able to just relax and 
potentially have a spiritual experience, I think, is, is one of the That's perspectives beautiful. I can see from it. That's so beautiful. And if that is what happens when people listen to that, then um, I think that's job done for me. Was that a, an intent in putting it, the album together? I think, you know, it's definitely without, not necessarily intending it to be a spiritual or relating to a particular thing. I think that's certainly the outcome. Some of the, the songs are, some of the Sri Lankan traditional things are, you know, it's a, it's a predominantly a Buddhist country. The work songs and, and songs that were penned by scholars and monks were in homage to to the philosophy of Buddhism. I think there's there's definitely well there's definitely that in there, and the music. Um, you know, I think I think it is quite spiritual without necessarily intending it. You know, I didn't write it with that in mind, but it's always I guess music playing music and recording it's a very spiritual thing, and and listening to music it's a spiritual experience. I think if it gets underneath your skin, it's, there's something that connects with you. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of spiritual thing in there. It does depend upon the type of music. It does. I can't quite imagine a rock and roll album doing that for me. <laughs> hey, you don't know. You know, it could be a spiritual experience. Well, it could be for some. It could be. It could indeed. It could be. What is, what is it about the music then that would make it a spiritual experience for someone? Mm, maybe I think the listener would would... I suppose. Look, when you when you make something, when you make whether it's a, an artwork or, or or music, your intention could be such. But then the listener sort of starts their work from there. They take it on and t- transform it into whatever their frame of mind is, or wherever they're at in their lives, and that that sort of influences how they receive the music. I think, and th- I think this stuff's really open. It's very open to interpretation in terms of where it's coming from. But I'm, I love that it's, it's not necessarily aligned for me with anything specifically spiritual, but if it has that impact on people, oh, that makes me really happy. As a teller of tales, mm-hmm. this is another set of tales. Yes. Is there an overarching story you're putting through or is it just an individual story for each song as that comes along? <gasps> I mean, say, for example, with a story like The King's Lament Part 2, the Sinhalese verses um, are actually telling the story. It's quite in depth, but they're, they're telling the story of one of the Buddha's past lives. Yeah, so it's talking about his journey to becoming uh, to be to to um, yeah enlightened. And the 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 traditionally this song is a it's a stage play, so it's sung at at at, at a, in a you know folk dramas by children because the, the, it's sung from the perspective of his children. They're about to be given away. See, he was challenged by a deity to give away all of his possessions, including his children. And the children are saying, why would you do that? How, how, don't you have a heart? So it's, it's coming from, it's like a wailing song. And so um, I've completely forgotten your question, but... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Individual tales. Yes, yeah. they are. They're, each each song is is definitely individual in yeah in 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 the content. Why is it important for you to have written these songs? To to have taken your heritage and created, created this. That. That's a this beautiful piece of, question. Piece of art. Yeah, it came from studying. I was I was doing my master of philosophy and I was concentrating specifically on on this and finding ways that it relates to to jazz and the improvisatory, the vocal improvisation explorations. 
it became important for me in terms of my my cultural identity even though that's my background i've i've never lived in sri lanka and i actually don't speak the language i didn't i didn't grow up with the language so it was it was a really wonderful exploration into my cultural heritage to bring this music to to audiences is such a thrill for me because it's such underground music nobody really knows about it so to me it's raising awareness of 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 um this beautiful cultural music from from Sri Lanka cuz Sri Lanka's in the the news for other reasons a it, lot it has been in the news isn't yeah. it yes so it's nice to say well this is also from Sri Lanka and it's a very beautiful thing are the arrangements and compositions that you've well, I suppose it's arrangements, really, of, of the folk tunes that you've you've known in, in uh, your heritage. Mm-hmm. Have you arranged them specifically to become more accessible to those of us who are not used to listening to that type of music? That sort of thing. I didn't have that intention in mind. My whole thing was to take these old melodies and present them in new ways and add add you know composition and and, and arranging ideas to that. I really didn't think about it being accessible. I didn't. I just, I just wanted it to be nice for my ears to listen to. <laughs> well, that is, it certainly is. And we had a, a, a message in earlier in the program, Nalusha, mm-hmm. when we played Kulu Natamgi to, yes, to yes. open the program. And we had a message from Florence oh. who said, a very innovative song, great composition. Thank you, Florence. Thank you for your lovely feedback. I really appreciate that. That's... Um, Actually, one of the songs that I hardly did anything to, I arranged the, the backing vocals and brought sort of, you know, Alex's Afro percussion into it, but I didn't add any English lyrics, shall we say. I just kept it true to form. And what does Kulunatam Gi talk about? It talks about, it's actually a, a, a game that children play and it's about sifting and collecting rice. It's, it comes with actions and oh really yeah it's really cute actions along it's with, really, with yeah like, along with the singing well, yeah. you, oh, I should put it on again and you can do the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn them unfortunately oh. <laughs> I could get a webcam well yeah I could get a, a phone we could do the actions and we could put up on the website we'll do that Great. next time round next time next, next time, time. <laughs> definitely who's performing with you on this album Nalusha on the album um, there's an array of people um, I have Andrea Keller on piano and Luke Howard um I have Peter Petrucci on guitar. I have Chris Hale and Craig Newman on bass. Alex Patu, myself, and Miroslav Bukowski on trumpet. A great selection of musicians. Oh, wonderful. Now, the important question. Yes. We can get the album and have a listen to it. That's great. Yes. But what's it like to hear live? What's it like? It's divine. It's so pretty. I have my vocal ensemble, Winter Sweet, doing all of the, the, the layering, the textured vocals. I've got Andy Sugg on saxophone, Alex Fatou on percussion. I've got Jeff Hughes on guitar, Frank, Sinara, Frank Desario on bass, and Tommy Harrison on drums. So there's 11 of us. On, on stage. It's a large and, ensemble. Um, it is a large ensemble, but it's so delicate and everybody plays so beautifully and so sweetly and, and yeah, it's going to sound gorgeous. We look forward to hearing more music from yourself, Nalusha. Thank you. And 
yourself with Alex. Thank you. As it comes to 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 happen, are there any uh, any projects on the uh, drawing on the board at the moment? Yes, there are. I have another album coming out called Things She Said, and another album with Alex for two. Another Alex and Alicia album coming out next year. Early next year. Wow, that's not very far away. Not very far away. At all. <laughs> well, Nalusha, thank you so much for coming in and thank telling us a little you. bit about the award for the Tales to Tell album, about the telling of tales generally, <laughs> and more importantly, to hear a little bit more about the Lotus Verses and how they came to be. Look forward to hearing further from you with your further projects here on Bent Notes. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Any time. You are listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.